Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Mike show. Hey. Put a little I never get this line out the first time. It's not even good. Hey. Put a little Put a little bit more in there, cowboy. And the bulldog. What's your degree in? Kicking ass and taking names. <laughs> On WGR Sports Radio 550. When you put your headphones on, do you always have it right which way they go on? Like the ears are the right ears? Um do you well, check? That's hard. No, I don't I don't anymore. Um I it, I mean the the the, the equipment I use every day has a microphone on the one side and I like it on the left. So there's no real, mm. <laughs> there's no real confusion. Uh, but when I use headphones just, that are just headphones without a, a microphone attached to it, I used to be really, this shouldn't surprise you, uh, really attentive to left and right. Then I just stored, I, I could tell when I put them on, whether I had them on right or not, by the way they sounded on my ears. By how they, they sounded? My head. Yeah. Why would that be? Cause not how my, they felt, but how they sounded. Yeah, my, because my ears are screwed up. Are they different? Probably. Y- y- Do you yeah. think you hear better out of one ear than the other, or you even almost, know that? Almost definitely. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. You, you you don't you think you know somebody, and then you learn something about them. And I don't think it's every long, day, but for a long time, I don't know if you've ever noticed. For a, I, I when I'm in studio there, I wear the headphones and I have them slightly off my right ear. Because for a very long time, the headphones I was using were blown out in the right ear, but the left ear worked great. So it was annoying to have my right ear covered up by something that wasn't making any sound. So I just started leaving it off, and now it just kind of became a habit. I, I had never noticed that, no. Yeah. You but don't it, even know me. I guess I, I basically, <laughs> I think I just admitted that, yes. Although I was kidding, kind of. But it's a kind of amazing that I can't, you know, everybody's everything's wireless, that I can't just like buy or maybe i have already done this but can't use them at work like the wireless headphones that everybody mm-hmm. has for everything now or even earbuds but no i mean i still i have to be plugged in so we can't uh we have not evolved to that level quite yet anyway all right sorry for starting in such a weird way uh the super bowl is over the season is over great game i give it a 9 out of 10 this game was pretty much maybe even a 10 right like how much better Tremendous game. Can it yeah. can it get right? Tremendous game. I thought it was yeah. over a couple different times, and I was wrong. Starting with the coin toss, because the team mm. that wins the coin toss has lost had lost eight in a row. I think it was. We talked about that, but that streak was broken. I thought Kansas City was dead at halftime. Did you? Me too. You did. I thought, Mah- I thought Mahomes was going to be really hampered, and that it would maybe end up looking a lot like the game a few years ago when they played Tampa, and he just couldn't seem to get out. They, they just did a hell of a job getting at him up the middle, and he couldn't get away, 
as effectively, and I was almost to the point of stunned that he was as effective in the second half, especially running. I mean, maybe the two biggest plays he made in the game were runs. Yep. Which I would not, you know, I don't know if you could have bet bet that, who decides what's effective. Uh, But anyway, he, I mean, he really did a job. I, I, I came away from that game really, well, I mean, there's a lot of things you could think. One that doesn't take me long to get to, it's still 13 seconds. I'm sorry to go back to like the January before last, but you're wondering if you'll ever get a better chance. Yeah, when you've got that good a look at that guy in his joint, you just gotta get it home. You just gotta, and it feels you know. I know this isn't how it works, but I feel like with every preceding conquest, he just gets harder to touch. And, you know, here's a game where, what did he throw for, 186 yards? 182. Don't I know it. Long <laughs> long reception of, like, 22 yards. I mean, he had a run in the fourth quarter on the on the ultimate, on the winning drive that was longer than that longest pass it was, play. That's right. They had two rushes, one by Pacheco, that were longer than their longest pass play. Unbelievable to me. Like, you know, unbelievable is not the right word. Of course, it's believable, but very surprising. Well, it's close. It, for Like, I had that bet from Joe Ostrowski he gave us the idea that he would lead the league in passing yards a couple of weeks ago in in the postseason, I mean. And it was all set up. He needed 201 in this game. Now, there were were scenarios where he wouldn't get it. Sorry. Um, There were scenarios where he wouldn't get it. He could get hurt. Mm -hmm. They could get blown out and just cancel it like the Tampa game or something, although I don't know what he threw that day. Some game where they're just totally ineffective – not that you, not what you would expect, but yeah. possible different things. Instead, they scored thirty eight points. They were pushed to say the least. Like they didn't. There was no garbage time in this game. Thirty eight no. points. They could have had forty two. Obviously, thirty eight points. MVP. Three touchdown passes. Pushed. Doesn't come out from the injury. Doesn't miss a play, and he still ends up at one eighty two. You just never know. <laughs> it's it seemed like. That with the rest of it happening, he would have to have been way over 200 passing yards, mm-hmm. 182. So, as you were saying, yeah, it's stu- it, that's a stunning, that's a stunning total, um, especially with them behind by 10 points. You, you might have thought like that, that that it's setting up. I'll bet you, if you had that bet, might have felt pretty comfortable about it. Even how they looked, at, you know, I maybe not with the injury. I did have been really worried, but he's going to get there, right? And it just never really happened, and yet you know there's 75 yard drive, 70 yard drive. I mean they got helped by the by the big punt return. The punt return, right, uh, was monstrous for them. Uh, but yeah, I mean just really. So they, they only had the ball for 24 day, minutes too. Yeah, it ends up being a day where I, I wouldn't say he had, he didn't have his typical best game, um, and he was hampered by injury. And they still they still found a way to win. It just you know, so I, I I sat there as that was ending, and then in the hours after, and, and even today, just thinking, man, you know, like just yeah, you know, it doesn't have to be where we all end up in a few years, but I, I'm sorry, I 13 seconds is weighing on me today because I just I just feel like you you had a great look. That's how you can't get that look again, but you had it, and you let it get away. And this guy is just. He's really tough, and he showed, you know, a, a different 
layer of himself yesterday, I think, by not that he didn't play through injury in the divisional round against Jacksonville. Of course, we all watched him do that too. Uh, but I just thought with the with the injury so fresh again on top of the injury he already had that he'd be really in trouble. And here there he is with his legs running for 26 yards on the drive that wins them the game. How great was Hurts too? Like that, there there were throws in this game like there were just too good. A couple of the Goddard where just I can't believe he made that throw R- rolling left on one play to Pascal. I think it was the Goddard play that got challenged and another one too. He has one to the left also going left to right where Goddard is like full extension to catch the ball and just like ridiculous accuracy from from Hertz. I don't know what happened on the Hail Mary. <laughs> Me either. It's I one never, of the worst I, I've ever seen. But. I never really saw it. We were all like, did that get batted down? Like, no, he, he just, he may be just like, I, you're trying to throw the ball as far as you can, but you know, I don't need want to throw a rainbow. So it ends up just being way short. I mean, of course you can throw the ball farther than that, but it just looked, looked bad. Yeah. Great game though. Like last week, I wanted to talk about whether he gets paid and I asked you and I asked Sam and both of you guys were like, of course. Of course he gets paid, and that's how I feel today. Like, no question that, now, yeah. That right. was a tremendous performance by him. It was. Somehow. It was, with his, with his arm and his legs. I mean, the legs you knew, maybe you take for granted. Uh, if he's reasonably healthy, he's going to be dangerous with his legs. I think if you really watched him all year, you probably had a strong suspicion that he was, could be dangerous with his arm, but he really delivered. I mean, that, yeah, in, in, in a losing effort, that was a tremendous performance by him. So you talk about like Bills fan feeling just ugh, and thinking about last year. How about the Eagles fan? Just like how good do we have to be? I mean, they don't have to Mahomes is not like a part of their day to day in the same way. Maybe he is now, uh, after yesterday, but oh, that's such a tough loss. And that penalty, am I just a broken record about the penalty? You just you just hate to see it. But we really should figure out what we want from sports. Because we also complain when stuff isn't called. Sure. Oh, sure, late in the game, you're not going to call that. You're going to call that early, but not late in the game. This was one where they weren't calling anything yesterday. And did you ever mind? I mean, I never thought about it once until really that flag was thrown. If I'm rooting for one team, I'm probably like closely watching to see illegal contact stuff you know mm-hmm. there was a play where jason kelsey do you remember the play where he nailed the chief's guy it was a pass to goddard that was incomplete and like a, a half beat later jason kelsey just drilled the the guy who was in coverage like was he not downfield on that play i didn't watch it over you watch the seattle san francisco game that penalty got called six times on seattle <laughs> but may, maybe it wasn't one i don't know it just was it was a very nice game for there not being you know, too many penalties, and yet you get this one at the end. And so do we want – I mean, there had to be 20 infractions by DBs in this game that were worse, right? There had to be. It's, pro- it's pro- barely it's holding. Probably. If, yeah. if, if it has to be holding, because, like, even the guy Bradbury said he did it. Yeah. I mean, it's just, like, it's so quick – the ball isn't even that close. You know, you could yeah, really I, just... I really have a hard time with if he doesn't hold him. I mean, I I think it can be hard sometimes to know how much a defender committing a foul like that really impedes the player. But that, that ball looked thrown far beyond where Schuster's not a super fast guy to begin with. 
And I, I don't know. I, I just I didn't I did not expect him to get to that ball cleanly when watching the replays when everybody was arguing about whether it was a penalty or not. Uh, but I could be wrong about that. You know, I mean, maybe you know maybe he holds them up even more than once like there's there's the little the little turn inside and it looks like there's contact there and then when he spins out of there there's more contact and maybe together that held them up enough to keep from getting that ball but i think that was a tough ball to catch even if he's unimpeded so what do you want i mean do we want that penalty or do we not do we want the rules to be the same throughout a game i do that's just how that's how it comes out for me the way I think, like the way it comes out for me is I have to say yes to that. I have to want, I'll, not, I'll never have it. <laughs> I, I still love sports, but I, I, I'm the type of person that has to, has to sign up for the rules should be the same for 60 minutes. If they're not, change them. Rewrite it. If, if you want to have a different standard in the fourth quarter and we're all supposed to know intuitively what that is and everything like that, you know, well, you know, let's write it down. <laughs> let's let's decide. This is how I am about everything. Let's decide in advance how this is going to work yeah. and let's do that. But, you know, you don't want penalties all the time. You don't want letter of the law. If you had that in football, it'd be unwatchable. There's a reason why we don't. Yeah. It, it is, I mean, it's a, it's a little bit of a riddle, I feel like. I, I, I definitely lean toward make the call. If, if, if there's, you know, if, if the evidence is there, like if you, the official, believe that's a foul, throw the flag. And, I, you know, I say that like knowing that they're never going to do it all the time. And then you, you know, once you, I think, sort of, even if begrudgingly you agree that they're not going to call all the fouls they see, that that makes the next step tricky because then, like, well, then how do I decide when to throw flags? You know, I, I appreciate the argument of let's not let it decide the game. So, like, I can't have that foul called then, but I don't know. Isn't that maybe the most important time to call the foul? Nice. Like, if if the premise is it kept the guy from catching the game, well, the go-ahead touchdown. There's still that's a part of the story too. There's still enough time there for the Eagles to have a look at tying it, or maybe even going for a win with a two-pointer. Who knows? Um, but you've you've got a potential game-deciding play, and if as an official you think someone was fouled, preventing them from making the game winning play potentially i think that's a place where you throw a flag so it's so tough it's a terrible way to lose but it, it really th- is this it, this was said i just so agree and want to say it too and you you just did the most important thing there for philadelphia is to not give up a first down like the touchdown is better yes for philadelphia than if what they happened. had gotten to let them score sooner m- m- you know m- maybe no one is committing a penalty there at all that's right. That's right. It's one reason why it's it's two drives ago, but it's one reason why I think their punt was so bad in the fourth quarter. It's the point that's never made. That I'm, I'm doing my best over here. It's the point that's never made. Is that if it's your own 32 yard line, it was 10 minutes left. This is not the same as like other situations where it's four or five. But it's just not going to take. Even if you get scored on, it's not going to take your opponent very long to do it. They can only get like two first downs or three first downs at the most. So they're not going to bleed the clock on you if you get stopped. Of course, the odds are, for especially for a team like that, better than 50-50 that you make it. Mm-hmm. But if you don't make it, really, like it's sort of a two-for-one in basketball kind of thinking. You're preserving the the game. possessions for yourself, kind of, yeah. Yeah, like it's and, and the game has changed so much that a minute even 
is enough time. 30, 13 seconds. I mean, but a, a minute is easily enough time for a team to get into scoring position. Not easily. Like, they'll definitely do it. But a good team like that, I mean, these great offenses we have now. So the worst thing, does that mean, like, Bradbury could have just never put his hands on him and Ju- Juju scores? Like, if it's a perfect connection, they score, and that's it. It's still better for the Eagles than yes. what they got by that penalty. Yes. It's just... It, it shouldn't have been a penalty. Yeah. It just kind of ruined it. I was, I was so excited for what was going to happen next. Really, I was ended up rooting for Kansas City. But in that moment, I wanted to stop. I wanted to see, see if we get an overtime. Right, kick, the, kick your field goal, then Philly will probably just play for a field goal. They don't have to, but they might, and now we're getting overtime. Yeah, that would have been great. Yeah, yeah. I, one other thing on, on the penalty, and th- this dawned on me – Looking at the play, of course, you know it's 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 everywhere um, today. Uh, our buddy Joe Goodberry, who we have had on to talk about the Bengals, uh, had a thread about this, and and I had this thought because um, he made a point about how receivers often like that kind of hand checking, that kind of holding, if you will, is something receivers have to try to fend off. Right to try to you know get off the line. Don't let them hold you up. And I know this wasn't on the line of scrimmage, but the, the same the same thought process works. I think anyway uh, that the receiver in this case, Schuster, did a very I think a good job of not hand fighting with Bradbury. Like if he is trying to get Bradbury's hands off him, an official might look at that and just go, Yeah, you know, they're playing. Like both guys mm-hmm. are, are are handsy and they're battling, and so I no, I'm not going to do anything. But it, it looks to me, watching it, like th- there's very little effort. Schuster just sort of is is held, but he doesn't really fight it, and I think that maybe helps draw the flag in that situation. Yeah, that's probably right. And I don't know, I don't know if that is something that Schuster would have been doing intentionally, or but I definitely suspect that the official. My opinion would be if Schuster was sort of fighting back with Bradbury, I think a, a lot of officials just go, you know, let him play. Well, what is the thing we always do when it ends? We always go, what do the Bills need to do about it? Like, how do they get there? And really, like, this point's been made many times. It might be the most popular sentiment to that question right now. It's just the offense and coaching. I think like you, you think you have to have the quarterback. The bills do some other teams also do, but you've got that box checked. But what, I mean, what an example last night, Kansas city, those two wide, those are wide open. That's, that's wide open. That's wide open. That's why you don't say wide open when a guy gets hit a second after he catches the ball. Correct. Because like, <laughs> right. you need a level to get to, unless you're gonna, you know, go wide ass open, and then maybe you can. But like you're, op- that's wide open, man. Not not when a guy, you know, gets tackled in, you know, in the middle of the field with three guys around him when the ball gets there. Was anyway. Kelsey wide open on his? Try not really close. No, almost. I don't think so. I think almost. that. I mean, I, I, you know, he's open. He's open. That's right. He's open. There's a difference. He's not. Who's not open? Goddard on the play they challenged was not open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's two guys. I mean, yeah. this this dumb holding call at the end. How about the Devontae Smith uh, deep ball where he was called – was he called in and then they ruled him out, whatever that was? Like, 
he's got the ball on his helmet, doesn't he? And he's sort mm-hmm. of they called it a catch on the field, and then they it, reviewed it, and yeah, right. yeah. Um, they they never tell you like it's it's supposed to be funny. They're going back and forth with Mike Pereira. They nobody ever mentions the chief defender just arm bars him right before the ball is there. You want to talk about pass interference? Like how about we call that? I mean, you can't, but like that's pass interference. So much worse than right. this thing. Like this this thing well, at the end. Right. Well, you started to, you started to get you started down this road. The Bills o- offensive play calling design those two wide open touchdowns at the goal line by the Chiefs. That that maybe some of my favorite analysis from the game is focused on those two plays and what the Chiefs learned, like getting ready for this game and confirmed through calling plays that looked similar earlier in those same sequences and recognizing, okay, if we if we have this motion man double back to the direction he came from, nobody goes. And I mean to perfection, once to the right, once to the left. One time to Tony, one time to Sky Moore, and like those—that is, I mean, that is study. That is waiting until the moment you need it and delivering. And I think, you know, look, I'm not the biggest critic of the offensive coordinator in this town, but it's hard to look at those sorts of plays and the design and the choice of when to use them and everything, and just sort of feel a little jealous. Like, I mean, I mean, Reed's been doing it a long time. Yeah, and, and so and so is the enemy. So like they've got a, a brain thrust there that has a lot of experience, and they, you know, they they played the right song there. Right, like it's not it's you'd like to be the best if they're the best. I mean, they're one of the best in that department. You'd like to be the best. You just want to be close. <laughs> you want, even if it's the same way you look at Mahomes and Allen. Like you want to be competitive in that area. I don't know. I don't know if the Bills are, um, but there are questions about that. But just a beautiful job there. I mean, really elite from Kansas City on those on those two plays. They're different, right, in terms of how Philadelphia was aligned. So the second time, the defender had no choice. It all happened so fast anyway. But to study it, there was a Jacksonville game, the game that Philadelphia beat Jacksonville in earlier in the season when Trevor Lawrence fumbled like four times. I read, maybe you did too, that the Jaguars scored on an Agnew touchdown in that game this way. They noticed like the guy didn't go. If he stopped, the guy didn't go with him. Just like such a man, I don't know. Like you and I did not come up, needless to say, through the ranks of like football study. Right. We we know what we know. We know a little bit. But do you think you would have been able to spot that? I mean, so your job is this is Dorsey's job. Your job is your to and he's got a staff of people to help him. You're game planning for an opponent and you're just looking for any something you know special teams it's like is a guy leaning the wrong way can we squib kick can we answer like just little things like that you're looking for the slightest sort of mistakes i guess you could call them and then all right now do they do this all the time can we count on this to happen in the super bowl can we trust this then you did you mentioned it like how they set them up a little bit but then after all that you never know if you're going to get your your shot right and here they got it twice and went two for two. And if you don't get that shot, maybe you lose the game and you you walk around for the rest of your life just sort of mumbling to yourself about how you had it if right. you could only have gotten into the situation. Because the way I understand it is it's up to Mahomes there. There's a run call there on those plays. And if if 
the, that motion man, if, if he notices he's going to be uncovered, then obviously the, the play is throw it. But if someone does show up there, maybe it's just an inside handoff for a yard and you're kicking a field goal. Who knows? And no one ever knows about it. Right. <laughs> Until five years later or something when you can use it. Yeah, it's just like that inside well, inside baseball kind of stuff is is so uh, so good. Just a really, I mean, like master class level stuff. I think is, is what we saw there. Eight oh three oh five fifty for your calls. The details from this game or the big picture, and of course the Bills. Like what? Where are they going into uh, next year? The off season. Hey, the off season. There'll be a free agent idea of the day. <laughs> yes. Let's get into off season mode here. I've got the baseball uh, rule changes too. And by the and the officiating, I mean it's not always fun to take a bunch of calls on officials, but like, what is there anything we can do? <laughs> is there any is there any other than like not throw that flag in that moment? Unless you disagree with that, not everybody would say that. Just wonder if there's any way, sort of, we can avoid do do something to help avoid, you know, these kinds of things. It's probably it's been a question forever. Eight oh three oh five fifty again is the number. Sal will join us at four. The Sabers play tonight at ten thirty. Whose idea was that? Come on. Paul will be on with us late in the show and pregame at 930, of course. Sabres Kings. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog here. Thanks for listening. This is WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.